0: This is the... Open bar, opening bar Actually I think I forgot this part
1: (laughs) Thanks for listening all up in your car YouTube Live is where we are Wait, are we J Mike? That's my co-host by the way They sorta call me Gabe
2: on the mic Every booze day Oops I meant Tuesday Though really who's to say I think
0: it's about time to press play Go!
3: super serious you got one job <laughs> you guys it's actually all, right all rehearsed but he played off like it's not <laughs> yeah,
4: that's exactly what i was thinking travis like wait what do you mean you guys didn't get the fucking show sheet? all right we're going live
1: <laughs> and with that i'm just gonna that... pause awkwardly and be like line can i get a line <laughs> Uh, And with that, ladies
2: and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, actually not all ages. That's weird at a bar. uh, Welcome to the open bar. Uh, (laughs) It's your boy, J. Mike here. Uh, I got another motley crew with us, and it is the uh, second to last Tuesday in July. And you know what that means, Jake, right? Wait, I wasn't listening. What would you just say? (laughs) Start it over. Start it over. <laughs> Just cut uh, that part out. Yeah, totally cutting that part out. Uh, it's the open bar, Jake. Uh, and for those that are not watching in video form, the super producer, the super agent, the official agent of the open bar is back, co-hosting to help us out with the big homie. Gave himself still, champagne and campaigning all over Europe. Jake at NFL Draft Talker. What's cracking, my brother? Nothing much, man. It feels
3: like it, it's been a while since since I've come on. I, I've missed your face. And, and like I just tweeted out, I just wanted to make sure you still have uh, eyebrows after listening to the <laughs> Dynasty Happy Hour pod. You, like you mentioned, and, and uh, I think there still are a couple hairs there. So I'm a little bit surprised.
2: You will be surprised at how talented I am with my wife's eyeliner pencil. <laughs> ah, they look like real hairs. The detail, yes, because I mean, you can't you go too thick with those things. You can find any kind of video on YouTube nowadays. I'm not sure if wow. you caught. I'm, I'm not sure if you knew that. No, we've all seen those videos. It, it's it's pretty amazing. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty proud of myself. Like I haven't sweated off all day yet. Natural. They look natural, man. <laughs> I mean, you know, when you got it, you got it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, we're not by ourselves. Uh, as you probably heard, a uh, gang of cackling just a little bit ago, uh, from left to right. Actually, let me try to pull up the video feed so I don't screw you guys up. Uh, left to right here, uh, <laughs> the the best beard in fantasy. I don't. There's there's nothing else to discuss. Travis Rasmussen from the Superflex Super Show. What's cracking, Travis?
1: Hey, what's up, guys? I'm here too. <laughs> All right. Appreciate cool. the kind the kind words. <laughs> Good deal.
2: Uh, last week we had James on. Uh, shout out to James. Uh, yes. James my the brother brand. James. He he repped incredibly well for the brand. So uh, I think you have there's an actual standard that you have to live up to at this point.
4: The entire yeah, much so better than I did or that, that I'm gonna do. Jay Mike telling you not to fuck it up, Travis. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: you got one shot, kid.
1: You, know, you got that's one funny. shot. That's pretty par for the course on my own podcast, so <laughs> I'm used to it.
2: Very good, very good. Uh, keeping it moving. A much more beautiful man than anticipated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At Dynasty Outhouse on Twitter. Russ, what's cracking?
5: Oh, nothing. I I am just excited to be here amongst such a wonderful group of gentlemen that have by no means just crushed my hopes and dreams and reinforced that uh, saying, don't meet your heroes.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait, so what you're saying is you don't look up to any of us?
5: I did not need more. I mean, I thought <laughs> you guys were all these model people and the amount of cursing and, and mean, mean things that have been coming out of your mouths. I just, I... I was so gentle and naive, and I, I'm like a rugged man now. I think overnight, I'm gonna wake up with Travis's beard or something. <laughs>
2: I'm still, uh, I, I'm still new at running this whole broadcast thing since Gabe's gone, but I'm very confident. I know exactly where the boot button is. So you keep, <laughs> <talking>. <laughs> you, you Wait, keep that beard like is.
5: Is, would I be the first or would I be the quickest? No, Either me. way, I'll take it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you would be the first. You would be setting an open
5: bar record. Nice. All right. So before, even if it's one second before the end of the show, this is happening.
2: All right. Fair enough. Your wow. wife
3: tuned in. She said, you're definitely the quickest.
5: Oh. <laughs> Bazinga. Wow. That just was mean, silent. People I say the truth. hurts, the like it does. People are
3: like, yeah, I can't even laugh. That was so mean.
5: Yeah. No. Uh, 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 I love this disappointment. Oh God.
3: Trying to break down barriers right now.
5: Emotional <laughs> barriers just got broken down.
2: Uh, Fifteen years of counseling unraveled in a moment. That's bad. Um, moving on. Last, but certainly not least, making his triumphant return to the open bar. No longer on the shelf, ladies. He's been taken <laughs> from the game, locked up. Shout out, Grace. What's cracking, Grace? The man, the myth, the legend, everybody's favorite pony, Robert Elizabeth Pony Koch, AKA Bobby Koch. What's cracking, Bobby? Yeah,
4: I'm just happy to be uh, back on the pod where it all started. You know, I've gotten super into my little pony since my last appearance. <laughs> okay, so so who's your favorite at this point? Wasn't it uh, Rainbow Sparkle? Was that her oh name? Oh, my god! Rainbow
5: Dash. Come on, man. Russ knows what's up. He's got yeah, Russ has a daughter. Water. I
4: think I think Russ, Russ is coming after my pony title for fantasy. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> okay. We'll take away the
5: fact that Russ Sorry. has it. No, this is, All right. So all right, also Okay, so I'm going to be the first kicked off this show, and I'm going to be pony bet the pony boy for an avatar. <laughs> so I'm going to... Jake, you're gonna have to make me a My Little Pony outhouse. I something. Got it
3: I love I love how Bobby's the Twitter tough guy and the pony guy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I know, you know how gotta outhouse. be a tough guy to be a brony. <laughs> That's true. Yeah,
4: yeah, I guess you have to be super confident and like just ready to fight anyone who comes at My Little Pony.
2: Babyface brony <laughs> bully.
4: It's true. I did <laughs> I did shave today and initially on this podcast I wasn't wearing my glasses, but it seems jake didn't get the memo that you either have to be wearing glasses or have a beard
2: so so we're just gonna act like five minutes before we started that you didn't go grab your glasses yeah no i
4: did i I got (laughs) that memo (laughs) late. okay
2: Okay. just checking Jay Mike uh, will not
1: let that stand no, He's no. A truthful human being
2: <laughs> you just trying to slide that in like ah no big
4: deal i mean obviously what, what are we doing yeah guys i've been here with my glasses this whole time <laughs> and i don't know what you're talking about
5: i'm waiting for jake's face to disappear behind his mic and then come out with a fake beard on
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> master
2: of disguise uh <laughs> very good so this this is the crew for tonight i'm excited to get into it guys I feel like a lot's happened uh, in the span of a week since the last open bar. But um, before we jump into that, before we jump into that, um, I feel like there are lots of things that we need to address just with folks on the panel. So, um, Bobby, Bobby, you're you're married now um, and you haven't you haven't even checked in. Let us know how wedded bliss was. How was your honeymoon? Nothing of that nature. And not that you have to wax eloquent about it. Um, maybe even not more than 10 seconds cause I don't think people really care, <laughs> but, uh, would love to hear, would love to hear an update <laughs> on your honeymoon and, and, and life as a, to, uh, as a married man.
4: Yeah. So I can do it in 10 seconds. The honeymoon was great. Married life is great. Moving on.
2: So do you still get to play dynasty football or is that kibosh on that or?
4: Uh, yeah, I get to play dynasty football and starting school and, uh, my wife is super supportive. The other day actually. Uh, very last minute I made a guest appearance on Dynasty Blueprint and I had to pick up the dog usually and I just texted her like hey I'm going to be on this really cool podcast can you please pick up the dog and without even like missing a beat she's just like yeah I got you so that's how you know you found the one
2: <laughs> that's a good one I like that I'm willing to pick up There's the dog a little a just, peek behind the curtain just wait Bobby <laughs> 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 Everything's rosy right now. <laughs> sure, I'll get the dog six months later. What? Get <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm going to put is, that dog
2: down if you don't pick him up. Like, there's no context being like,
3: oh, this is a really big deal if it's a podcast for you. <laughs> like, oh, Ryan McDowell? Really? Wow. <laughs> no, there's just like. My wife you, is up, up on the fantasy stuff
4: because I talk about it way too much. So she knows who's who in the fantasy. Community. Yeah, that's gonna
3: change eventually too.
1: <laughs>
5: you got a winner that she actually listens. <laughs> that's that's a fact. <laughs> that a
1: fact so so a time. few weeks ago, I went I I went on Bobby's podcast, the Afterburners podcast, and Grace was in the same room on the couch the entire time. Oh yeah, she's here. So she's she's awesome. Let's see if I can aim this. Oh, oh here we go. Hey, there she is. Mrs. Hi. Koch.
4: Yeah, that's what she does. We Man. live in a New York City apartment. There's nowhere for her to go. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, she's so just, it's five Is four. she just
3: sitting there quietly this, this whole time?
4: Yeah, she sits there and like scrolls through her Twitter and Instagram feed, I think.
2: Damn. I, I mean, look at you living it oh. up. Yeah,
4: <laughs> it's pretty great. Bobby
2: got
1: a catch. <laughs> 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 and we're on speaker, right? Uh,
4: no, you're playing through really bad uh, iPod headphones because if I put on uh, my price headphones, I get too loud and then she gets mad. So,
2: can, I mean, can I ask how much you pay her to marry you? Like, is this like a Tom Haverford <laughs> deal or?
0: like? Uh,
4: <laughs> let's just say it was a lot of money. All right. Like okay.
5: a lot of money. I'm completely broke now. Nothing. <laughs> left. He promised her a certain lifestyle from this fan. Fame,
2: <laughs> I'm not even asking what that problem is. She
4: thinks is. every podcast appearance I make like 10 grand, it's fine.
2: Shoot. joke's on you, baby yeah, boo. She, she, yeah, <laughs> she won't be disappointed at all. Wait, you're
3: putting how much time into this for free?
0: <laughs> Wait,
2: you're, you're putting money into this problem? What about my needs, Bobby? Uh, so. <laughs> We'll we'll jump into it. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, we'll jump into it, guys. Today, breaking news. Uh, at least earlier today, it was Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley gets paid, paid. absolutely paid, four years, up to sixty million dollars. They're saying there's forty five million in guarantees versus forty five million guaranteed. Because apparently that's those are not the same things anymore. We have to di- differentiate. All about the verbiage. <laughs> yeah. It's all, it's all about the verbiage. So let's talk <laughs> about it. Todd Gurley. Um and I put this out on the Dynasty Dummies Twitter handle earlier. Um finish the sentence. Todd Gurley extension means what? I'm talking about sentence. John
3: Kelly, really.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> mm. That so Todd I'm Gurley's on so the so same God. team for the next two years.
4: Uh, it means Le'Veon <laughs> Bell is very, very sad. He or very, claimed- very happy. See what happens He next claimed thing. to be happy, but I think he's very sad because he knows that he's going to be, what, 28 next season and he's probably not going to get the same contract that Curly did.
3: Yeah, not the same contract, but he'll get paid next offseason.
4: Oh, yeah, he'll get There's paid. There's so many
3: bad teams with plenty of cap space. I think he's going to get paid. There's no doubt about it. He he's not going to get the guaranteed money that Girdley just got, but as far as yearly kind of deal, um, he's going to get the same around the same amount of yearly money, and then it's just going to come down to what kind of guarantee money he gets.
4: The Jets are going to
5: throw the book at him. That's what they do, and yeah, there's, when there's they're still way too far away to pay to a running back.
2: Yeah. <laughs> what happens if what happens? And I said this the other day, and I almost wanted to vomit after I did. What happens if Le'Veon Bell ends up in Buffalo?
5: I mean, Shady well did terrible things to people, but he also still allegedly. produced while he was in allegedly,
2: Buffalo. Allegedly. If we're being fair.
5: <laughs> if we're okay. I he allegedly paid someone to do terrible things to someone in Buffalo, but also produced, no matter how terrible that team was.
2: <sighs> I think it's gross. To, so I, I, I guess – go ahead. Go ahead, Jake what, nah, the, only, the only caveat
3: I was going to throw in there is I think the biggest deal about Le'Veon's playing style and kind of – he's so perfect fit for that Pittsburgh offense. And Pittsburgh offensive line is really good. And usually I think offensive line is a little bit overrated. Uh, Peter Howard has talked immensely about that. But um, the one thing about with his patient patient running style – If he doesn't have an offensive line to hold those uh, defenders off, it's going to be a little bit harder for him to utilize his skill
4: set. Yeah, I agree with that, Jake. I was just thinking that he's such a patient guy that if he doesn't have a good defensive line, he's just going to get tackled behind the line every time because he really waits for those holes to open up.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: So is this this the beginning of the end of – And of course we we start talking about Todd Gurley and it just spins into Le'Veon Bell. Um if you have Le'Veon Bell in your leagues,
5: what are you doing with her? If you want to win it this year, buy him. Should be able to get him a little cheaper. I think I don't think anyone that at least we play with is silly enough to think that any of this is good for him.
3: Yeah, I think he's kind of the conundrum of the first round of startups. You know, it's like Obviously the production and the talent are well worth a first round startup pick, but it's just, it's, it's, it's a difficult position. Like where would you guys have to be in a startup to take Le'Veon?
1: What kind I'm not of taking him in the first at all? Oh, really? Okay. Wow. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I just don't see the point, man. I mean, I, I, basically if you, if you take Levion Bell in the first round, you essentially have to draft a win-now team and kind of, you know what I mean? Like Le'Veon Bell does not belong on a team in which you're trying to, you know, gather any sort of, you know, young future pieces at all. I mean, he's, I mean, I've been selling him for, I've been touting selling him for the entire off season. And yeah, I mean, he's going to have a good year. He's he's freaking awesome, but he's he's got a, he's in a very, very short window. The one thing I disagree with there is you mentioned that you
4: can't have him on a young team. I always, this just bothers me in general. People say that if you have a young team, you shouldn't acquire older, good players. But the diff, if they're cheap enough, you can. I'm not saying Bell's a good example, but you can flip them in season for a profit and then expedite your rebuild that way. So even if, let's say you took him in the first and then you found out your team's not competing, you could probably sell him in season for a pretty good halter team that is competing. So I don't think it's the worst move to take him in the first, though, and probably if he's sitting there, don't get me wrong, I'm not taking him if I have a first, like, top four pick, but if he's sitting there at the end of the first and I'm on the clock at the end of the first and he's there, I'm taking him probably.
0: Yeah, I could yeah, go,
5: like, Bell Dalvin at the turn, I think that'd be a baller start.
3: Yeah, and, and like capitalist picks three uh, Jay mike you're in that league with me um that's is that a three that's a three copy right three copy uh points per carry so it's it's heavy on the running back it's four four copy four copy i'm sorry yeah four copy league i i got Levian and i've i've actually been a proponent of selling him but the thing is i think i paid like 172. And, and Kamara was going for, like, almost 200 Like, that's the thing. Like, uh, Delvin Cook, Cream Hunt, and Elvin Kamara, I think are perceived value as far as non-startup, almost I feel like people are ready to sell for one of those running backs instead. So, like, I'm not a huge Le'Veon fan for that, you know, startup price, but the fact that I got him in a points-per-carry league on a team that I'm always generally trying to win now – uh seemed like a hell of a deal. And and that's the thing. I threw out some trade offers too. And no one is biting even on that, you know, Kareem Hunt plus a little. Uh Delvin Cook plus a little. Kamara straight up not even. A lot of people are. So uh I think he's absolutely a hold at this state. Um and then veteran players in the off season just their value just plummets, you know. So if you're
2: gonna sell them you you do have to wait till end season to do it. Interesting point. That's an interesting point that you bring up in terms of um, trying to be able to get something plus for him because of the fact that um, friend, friend of the pod, uh, good, really good guy. Tyler Uh Tyler is one that talks about how, you know, typically if you're looking at ADP or if you're looking at rankings, you should say that, hey, if you have one guy above another, you should say, hey, I can take this guy plus something else to get the, the next guy up in this instance. Uh, it, it really does feel like and, and even just in league chats that we've talked through today and over the last week or so, um, a lot of people are not willing to pay up for him in terms of giving up one of those guys, your Kamara's, your uh, Kareem Hunt's, the Dalvins, guys like that who are technically right now behind him in the pecking order. So I think that kind of how that unfolds uh, is going to be really interesting with the fact that we still don't know where he's landing next year and things of that nature. J. Mike, where would you take him in the in a startup? Uh, in a startup, uh, you know what? I've got ADP pulled up here. Um, he said,
5: where would you take him?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm taking him. Uh, I'm probably taking him around the ten spot.
3: Yeah,
2: I'm still taking him before, and just because I'm I'm not big on Kareem Hunt. He he was fantastic last year, so I'm taking him before Kareem Hunt, before Mike Evans, mm-hmm. uh, before Michael Thomas. Um, so maybe settle right behind like Kamara, perhaps something like that. Um, but but I don't even know if I really want Kamara ahead of him either. I don't know. So, yeah, around 10, I'd say. Yeah, I just feel like he's such a conundrum, almost
3: like a polarizing. Player in startups, because <laughs> the perceived value and then the actual value where people will take him in a startup mm-hmm. seem to be completely different.
1: It feels like. the Yeah, agreed. And that's yeah. kind of what I was. Trying to get at is his ADP is 107. And I guess my hope, my whole point was I'm not going to end up with him. Mm-hmm. Not I refuse to take him in the first round. If he's at 112, sure, you know, but but how likely is that? Yeah. yeah, it's not very likely. Oh, so. I got him at 205, so if I've got a top a six or lot. seven pick.
5: Sorry, what uh, he went 205 in a super flex startup, I just did. Oh, wow. How many teams? Twelve. And wow. why did people six. think quarterback? That
3: or how many quarterbacks went before him? Two.
5: Uh, Two or three. Well, now you're. I mean, you're gonna ask my slow ass computer to pull up this thing. <laughs> to, we're in the middle of the conversation. It's just not gonna don't, happen. Don't I'll bring up a league if you're not gonna have it ready, Russ. Right. Yeah, that was I. I'm a rookie at this, guys, and now, you know what? like I can't. I'm looking at the list and I can't find it. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where
1: is it? Oh, really, Russ? Tell us. You more. could have just fucking
3: made it up too. None of us know. <laughs> never. Oh, that was, that was never. Was I was definitely
5: too. Guys,
1: oh, that's God. your first mistake.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so back to Todd Gurley.
5: <laughs> I refuse to go back to Todd Gurley. <laughs>
1: Um, does it really change anything for anybody i mean he's his value is already yeah i mean we saw this roof. like how, yeah. yeah you can't add any more value to what he's already being valued at
3: yeah he's yeah he's a top three startup player
5: you yeah, right. know no one he was not going anywhere so i mean well, the fact like, that he got a lot of money yeah. doesn't matter
2: that that's what i don't that that's the thing i don't know is that well, at least with me, like I feel like Russ and Jake, you guys kind of feel like this was a foregone conclusion type of deal. I, it almost feels like we're in this age where it is going to be this case of a constant revolving door at running back almost. Um, at, at least that's the kind of the way it feels. Maybe not so much for the special guys, and maybe that's why it shouldn't shock me because he got the deal. But in the same breath, it, it, I, like – I don't think I would have been shocked if they didn't offer him. Well, people
3: have been saying that for the last few years. As far as like when we had that little lull with a rookie running back prospects, the talent wasn't there, and you know it's not worth taking a first round pick on a running back. And then there's just you know this renaissance with Gurley and and Gordon and Zeke and Leonard Fournette, and it, I think it's a talent situation. Uh, you don't want to pay. A run of the mill running back, big money. Of course not, but I mean, there aren't that many girlies in the league. You know, there aren't that many Zeeks in the league. There aren't that many Leonard Fournettes in the in the league. So I think it's more about talent influx than it is about. And I and I do agree that the running back position is more replaceable, but that level is is much harder to replace than I think is made out to be.
4: To uh, Jay Mike's point. It didn't change where I valued him in Dynasty. Well, let's say I'm picking him at the second pick or the third pick in a startup. It does make me feel a bit safer about making that pick, For sure. knowing that he's going to be in a system that he's familiar with, with a coach that knows how to utilize them.
5: So no, by case. the way, five quarterbacks went before Lev Bell at the wow. 205. Why
3: are people taking quarterbacks that early?
5: It's super flex, man. You gotta I don't grab
3: your- care.
1: No, you don't. You <laughs> Josh, don't. That, was, that was so 10 minutes. <laughs> All
5: right. That's where I live. I bring things back. Every um, time you I'm get asked a question, you
3: should good. just not respond and then respond 10 minutes later. Just out of, just out of nowhere.
1: Got, got now that that's new- a podcast I, I would
3: listen that, to. That, that yes. literally is <laughs> how you
2: function for every question, and it's normal. Got that new DSL. (laughs) (laughs) Turn up Uh, the. (laughs) So so let me ask this. Obviously, the Rams pay Brandon Cook last week. Uh, The Rams pay Todd Gurley this week. They're uh, very adamant about staying in the news right now. Uh, Next week, hopefully it's Aaron Donald. Uh, and, and, and even if it's not, what do we, uh, last year, I know Jake and I were big on, or at least we thought good things for the Rams offense. Uh, is it more of the same? And and, and one thing that I thought was super interesting, and I'm going to pull this up while, um, while you guys try to chat about that a little bit, we, as an offense, I, I feel like we liked a lot of what the Rams did last year in general, but in terms of where everyone finished for the year, it wasn't incredibly impressive where everybody finished in terms of their position rankings. Outside of Gurley. Um, uh, yes. Gurley, notwithstanding. withstanding. <laughs> uh, but what are we, are, are we still wheels up with the Rams? Do we think anything's different? Like h- how does Cooks compare? Uh, matter of fact, kind of a co- continuation even. Um, do you guys see Brandon Cooks as a top 12 wide receiver in Dynasty? No. You're okay.
4: probably talking to one of the biggest Brandon Cooks truthers on Twitter. So I was I say- really hoping
5: he was going to say compare Brandon Cooks to Sammy Watkins just to see what your face does.
4: <laughs> uh But I don't know about top 12, but top 15 definitely for me. Uh, I'm a big Jared Goff guy too. So in general, and I wrote this article that everyone's talking about how Goff's going to have this down year. And I said, sure, that may happen, but long-term, I had him as a top five. Back when I did rankings, I had him as a top five dynasty quarterback for me, which I know is a very, very hot take. But basically my summation is Rams offense, wheels up. I'm very excited to see what they can do.
3: But that was was in Superflex, right? That was two QB Superflex. That was in single quarterback ranking, right?
4: I don't know. It does change. So I think this is on the Dynasty Dummies recently, which is weird because Kyle used to very much not like Superflex, but they're kind of talking about it. And in one quarterback, you definitely want guys who are a little bit safer but still have that upside, whereas in two quarterbacks, I do take more risky guys because you have those two starters and you need it to play out. In one quarterback, I probably wouldn't be taking Jared Goff as a top five because I definitely need to make sure I'm keeping up with everybody else.
3: Yeah, and I think I think well, I don't I don't know if you're referring to the the Crossroads episode. Peter and I talked about that with Lamar Jackson, um,
4: the difference between one QB and and, and, maybe uh, the dummies did it too. But I'll definitely give you guys credit for it.
3: (laughs) That's what I need. Give shout it up! Shout out in the chat.
4: Both
2: of, both of those guys. Well, you'd be surprised. Both of those both guys, guys are actually in the there? chat. Okay. Shout out to the live chat on here on YouTube for those that are checking us out via podcast form. Obviously, we are also a live show on YouTube, nine thirty p.m. Eastern time every Tuesday. Never late. Always on time. Punctuality uh, is important to us here at the bar. Um, when do we start? Nine forty-two, something like that. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. so <laughs> uh, in the chat. Um, Peter and Zach are both uh, actually talking about this. And what up, Stepney? Stepney's in here. Um, whole crew. Kenny, what's cracking? Uh, Bradley Harrison, Spoonie. My, the, the big homie, Spoony. Spoonie. Spoonie. Uh, Spoonie's in the building <laughs> as well. Um, but just now, Zach asked a question. Brandon
4: Cooks or Michael Thomas? Uh, Michael Thomas, easily. Michael Thomas.
3: Thomas? No, that's not even close. And I'm like the the lowest on Michael Thomas you will find.
2: Okay. I just, I just wanted to throw I just wanted to see because the, the question was posed. That, and I said that it's not close either. But um, I know last week a lot of the guys were really high on Brandon Cook's like top 10, top 12. Uh, nice. high, so I was just curious. Anyhow, um, when we looked at the Rams offense from last year, uh, something that's super interesting, obviously. Uh, Gurley was number one running back overall. Jared Goff, uh, quarterback 12. So right there, quarterback one fringe, quarterback one. Uh, Cooper Cup was wide receiver 25. And Robert Woods, who everyone seems to love now, and I've liked for a long time, but everyone like loves now, was a wide receiver four. Well, he only played eleven games. No, no, I'm I'm, I'm just saying. So he was wide receiver thirty eight. But what like points per game though, I think he was pretty. Uh, pretty I don't I can't. Too. I can't manipulate Addison's sight that quickly. I'm sorry.
4: Yeah, my <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> the one thing I'll say is Robert Woods probably would have been a wide receiver one if he just decided to go by Bobby. I don't understand. His <laughs> <right there. laughs>
2: Bobby Woods.
4: Yeah, Bobby Woods. That'd be I think uh, Evan Silva tried to receiver. start
5: that movement last year. Bobby Silva Woods. wanted to call him Bobby Woods. Yeah.
4: Ah, well, then Silva and I are like-minded, and anytime you can say you're like-minded with Silva, that's a good thing.
5: <laughs> i was gonna say you, you look a little silva-esque right now from this angle without the beard
4: that might be the nicest thing you've ever said to me
5: <laughs> i'm on a roll man like being weirded out that i don't hear your voice after johnny cash and now this i mean i think we're getting a little bit of a, a bromance going
4: yeah we'll have to see what happens this friday i mean do you guys just
2: want us to just leave this yeah, hang out and you guys can no. take care of business
5: I mean, I kind of so- like the audience. I don't know about you, Bobby, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's business time. Uh, so, 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 real quick, let's let's jump into to this as well. Um, since since the since the Todd Gurley um, contracts taken care of, I'm not sure if you guys have thought about this, but the running back free agency class next year is mighty juicy. I'm not sure if you guys have noticed. Obviously, headline by one Le'Veon Bell. Um, DJ. David
1: freaking
5: Johnson. He's gonna get paid soon, probably. He's
1: gonna get locked up. So I'm gonna pull um I'm gonna pull an outhouse here. Robert Woods was wide receiver fifteen in points per game last year. Nice. So that's
2: so that so that finish is definitely
5: deceased. I saw no gap in between that. We were talking about it and he said it. I <laughs>
3: yeah. good job it was there. only like that was only half of an outhouse there.
5: Oh, damn it! <laughs> half an outhouse. I have become a unit of measurement. Yes. Unit of... <laughs> where, you where did,
1: where officially made, made it, my friend.
3: You've it. been Munsoned.
2: <laughs> uh, that was nice, Tra- Travis. Where'd you Where'd you go to find that?
0: Oh. Uh. Was...
1: No, it was uh, fantasydata.com. Oh
2: another resource all right yeah uh tevin coleman
4: also in that list of free agent running backs yes. to be next year um sorry j mike you mean Jarek mckinnon part two since everyone on fantasy twitter <laughs> says tevin coleman is Jarek mckinnon just really the next mckinnon yeah literally everyone i have this really original take Jarek mckinnon is tevin coleman you can't dispute the similar situations though but you also just sorry. actually McKinnon here. more
3: impressive than Jarek was in the oh
4: yeah oh, no I love Tevin Coleman it's just the that situation every, is Jarek the... McKinnon fell into the perfect situation. Well, so, that's
3: what pumped him up though. I think Tevin Coleman yeah. actually has a, a better skill set and has showed more as a as a running back and a producer. It, obviously, I don't think he needs the landing spot that Jarek needed to see that value bump. You know what I'm saying?
4: yeah, right. he's also already decently up there. so Jerick it's not was really like, at as big a bump.
3: Jarek was like in the two hundreds last off as far as ADP. I mean, Tevin Coleman's always been in the top what sixty-ish. So, I think I think it's different, you know. Like, and I don't think he needs the Kyle Shanahan landing spot to to Except
5: get. Except that that's bump. what he's going to get, and <laughs> Tevin and uh, Jed are going to be on the same team.
0: So he'll literally be
5: careful yeah they'll just merge into one running back now that, uh, that guy i would draft
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> just give me that backfield <laughs>
1: please
2: and thank you uh tevin coleman or aaron jones
5: Dude. tevin coleman I, tevin coleman yeah, yeah i love i, aaron, really, I really love Jones. Aaron, aaron, i love so.
3: aaron jones that's Oh, I'm so pissed about the suspension, even though it is creating a little buying window. You know, like I love sure. getting Aaron Jones in like the 12th round of the Scott Fish Bowl because if he didn't get suspended, I probably would have been looking at him in like the seventh round. That's how much I believe yeah. in his talent.
4: Yeah, I really like Aaron Jones too. So saying Tevin Coleman did pain me a bit, but I'm also one of those people who will admit that there's a chance that I'm wrong. And no, Bobby. Jamal Williams That's, or Ty Montgomery. We are Double never down, wrong. Bobby. Never Double
5: down. down. It's never been, been on. And you are on Twitter. You are never wrong. Okay,
4: okay. okay. excuse me. Aaron Jones, number one running back <laughs> overall in fantasy this year, even with the two-game suspension. That belonged right. on the pod that uh, J-Mike was just on. That was an incredibly hot take. That should have been on the DHH pod. I'm
5: still, getting,
3: I'm still off. getting over that
4: pot,
5: like I, dude. No spoilers, guys. I'm really behind.
1: I'm sunburned. From those days. <laughs> so Tevin Shut Coleman up. is going thirty Aloe picks ahead on. of Aaron. A- 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 Aloe vera indeed. What would you say, Travis? So Tevin Coleman's getting—he's being drafted thirty picks ahead of. Tevin Coleman is being drafted thirty picks ahead of Aaron Jones. Well, yes. I think I think right, that's right.
3: that's because of we know what Tevin's role is this year, and yep. we can foresee what his potential role can be next year. Aaron Jones is, we love the talent, but he does have Jamal Williams there. He does have Ty Montgomery there, which both are good players. You know, like it's just a murky situation. It's hard to invest too much, you know. Yeah, and, and that's the For thing. Sure. I, you know, like one of my. Burf van Burf in, in one of my leagues you know like, van Burf, i always tout aaron jones and he was always like giving me shit about it and it, and i'm like listen i only have one share and it's in the league we're in together like it's not like i have 12 shares of aaron jones he's like oh i thought you would have had more since you like him so much i'm like yeah i like him but that doesn't mean i'm blind to his situation and his value like that's that's the difference there you know and i talked about it on the last episode of dynasty crossroads and bobby you know mentioned it today like you can like players you can be in love with a skill set but that doesn't mean that you're you're going to go crazy with your valuation of that player
4: yeah i definitely like that take jake and it's very similar to something i've thought before for example we're both known as adam thielen guys but i think if you offer us a crazy deal where we have to give up like michael thomas for adam thielen we're both going to (laughs) be like listen i love adam thielen but no that's ridiculous
2: yeah, I mean they're pretty close.
3: I mean you you
4: have, <laughs> have
2: you'd have to pay Jake a lot to trade Adam Thielen like water super ten baby. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to you'd have to make it make it extra spicy. Uh One more comparison, not just a quick quick word: Tevin Coleman or Tariq Cohen? Coleman.
4: Coleman. Coleman. Okay. Coleman.
5: Uh, Cohen is way too just hope for being pretty. Yeah, I don't really I, think I love Cohen,
3: but. What's his what's his ADP? I think it's top sixty five ish. I mean, for me, that's that's complete upside right there, just because of his role, not because of his talent, but his role there. It kind of reminds
0: you
4: think
5: is top sixty five. I'm pretty
4: sure he's like at least a top hundred, and it kind of reminds me Tevin Coleman versus uh, Cohen is the whole fantasy or Family Guy thing, where the mystery box could be or sorry, Tevin Coleman is a boat. And the, then Tariq Cohen is a mystery box. And the mystery box could be anything, even a boat. could even be a boat. So <laughs> in this case, you're hoping that more or less Tariq Cohen becomes Tevin Coleman, at least returns the flex value that Coleman has. And I understand he's younger, but it's all upside at that point. And banking on that upside is not something that I personally like to do. So I'd take Coleman.
2: Yeah, currently... Yeah, on DLF July ADP, 73.17 is the ADP spot. So that, that slot, slots him in there at 69 overall. Nice. So J Mike. <laughs> I was waiting for Somebody, to
5: get... <laughs> not, somebody had to.
1: <laughs> What's up, Travis? Uh, Tariq Cohen or Aaron Jones?
5: Oh.
1: I'm pretty it's Aaron Jones for me. That's not those close. Those. Kick, kick yeah, you down no, in the plums. Yeah. I, might,
3: I, might, <laughs> I might take Cohen there just because of the market. Value,
5: not necessarily I, talent. Or you think Cohen's? Well, I
3: guess ADP. Is Look it up. I guarantee is Cohen is way ahead of Aaron Jones ADP wise. Not way but ahead. I feel like in a trade you can get more. He's not. Jones.
5: What is
2: it? Not way ahead. So Tariq Cohen, like I said, sixty nine overall here. Uh, Aaron Jones is eighty seven. So yeah, I guess. eighty
3: seven? I thought he was a little bit lower than that. Okay,
2: that's super interesting. I think um, that's gonna
3: fall though even more.
2: I'm just intrigued by. I, I'm intrigued by. Uh, Cohen's uh, possible role yeah. in that offense. Um, I don't necessarily love uh, Trubisky. I do, and I think to some degree. Yeah, huh?
3: First, cream hunt, and now Mitchell Trubisky. You're really coming after. He's my fine. Head. He's yeah, fine. You're going to talk shit All about right. Evan
2: Ingram here in a second. I'm going to get real upset. No, me and Evan Ingram <laughs> are like this. All right. Good for those that are listening and can't
1: see me. Yeah.
3: Mean, we there. can we can maintain our internet friendship then.
1: <laughs> For no, those that could Jake, they might super troopers
4: together.
2: <laughs> can, can you let me ask this? Can can you like Tariq Cohen and Jordan Howard?
4: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm, I, 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 to, I don't know about that. <laughs> Travis hates Jordan Howard, so he definitely has I something do. to say
1: here.
2: <laughs> did we just become breast yeah, friends, I Travis?
1: Uh, I don't know that you can. I mean, you can to an extent, I guess. Like they're both, they're both going to score fantasy points. That's going to happen.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think I mean, that we might be the point promise.
1: of what we do. <laughs> Hashtag analysis. <laughs>
2: hey, Hard hitting facts. Nothing but facts. I just, I, I just find it, I just find it interesting that if we're looking at Tariq Coin getting a boost in the offense. I'm just curious how we're going to continue to see Jordan Howard.
3: Well, I think yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. Jordan Howard's value is going down, and Terry Cohen's value is going up, and it's the opposite.
2: So, you think it so, should so, be so, the
3: opposite,
1: Jake? Yep.
2: So you think that Jordan Howard's role Jordan is, Howard is going is, to be the same thing?
1: Yeah. I You think, guys I see think, that blurb that – do you guys see that blurb that Jordan Howard, quote-unquote, could be a third down back this year? <laughs> yeah. Peak Dude, I about, yeah, I about my pants. Yeah, third one all day.
4: To Jake's point, though, you don't need Jordan Howard to be a third down back, really. If he gets his, like, 20 catches or whatever it is, People and he's are- as good as he is on first and second yeah. down, he was a uh, running back 12 or 13 in PPR last year, which was his first format. Dude, Jordan Howard. Jordan what Howard. Jordan
3: Howard has done with that shit of an offense when all the defenses know they have one threat the last two years has been so impressive as a runner.
4: Travis, Travis was so upset by us talking about know, <laughs> Jordan <laughs> Howard in a positive way that he left. <laughs> that
5: just
2: uh, we hardly knew you, Travis. RP. Yeah, good riddance, Travis. <laughs> You were saying, please
5: Jake. come back. No, I just,
3: I, I just don't think it's, it's, you know, we love these PPR upside running backs. You're like we all love pass catchers. We all love running backs that can do it all. But what's wrong with having a role and being really good at what you do? That's that's my problem. Is touchdowns still are important? Carries are still really important. Like even in like a points per carry league, where I think Jordan Howard carries more value where uh, you know uh, Christian McCaffrey carries less value in that kind of format, even in those formats, Jordan Howard's being extremely devalued, in my opinion. And that's just I, – I just don't understand it. Like the hate tends just to go too far. You know, like there's mm-hmm. flaws, yes. Is he perfect? No. But the hate just escalates because of this flaw that he has in his game, which I just – Are we
5: talking about Jordan understand. Howard or Derrick Henry? I just want to know.
4: Well, is, is Travis
3: ready to come back or no?
4: Yeah, Travis stepped outside for a second, like caught it. He calmed himself down, did some meditation. I, I need a cigarette right I, now. I
0: actually,
1: <laughs> I actually thought about that Jordan Howard three down back blurb, and I, I passed out from laughing.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, all right.
5: Go ahead. No, in a quick you know, lull, I, I have to say, Jake, you have the loudest water bottle I have ever seen/slash heard <laughs> in my entire life.
2: That's not water, baby.
5: I said bottle.
2: <laughs> that's not chocolate. That's doo-doo, baby. Any any, any, drink, any drink sound
3: is that's that's money on this podcast. <laughs> um, <like> opening <laughs> a, a can of beer is so good for this show. So any drink sound is
2: is good. Pop the top with you boys. You already know. The <laughs>
3: I feel like I'm the only one drinking too. Real nice guys. Real That's
2: nice. All right. finish, oh. buddy, man. Finish, man. All right. Finish. The I, and I don't think it's uh, I, I don't think I don't think it's a case where people hate Jordan Howard. I think mm. I think that. And I don't know, maybe I, maybe I'm starting to, but, but he's, he's super that's the thing. He's super valuable. And obviously what he does, he does really well. Like you said, he was in the crap offense uh, was able to produce uh, massively over his first two seasons, which is great. I'm just curious how with this new offense, with my guy, Anthony Miller about to wreck mm-hmm. stuff um, with Allen Robinson and all the influx of weapons, Trey Burton, all that stuff going on, obviously like you've, you know, to, to counter your point from before, Jake, the offense is no longer going to be crap or at least doesn't project to be crap. The, the influx of talent has been exponentially uh, increased. So so what does that look like when you don't have John Fox's head coach who's just going to give it to Howard till he pukes? And, you know, I'm, I'm just curious how it all works out. So that's why I'm intrigued about Cohen. Um, and I don't think and I certainly think Jordan Howard still has the ability to finish. Uh, as a as a running back too, um, I, I don't think his. I, I'm curious of his ceiling, uh, but but RB two is probably fair for him.
3: Yeah, I think mid RB two is is fair, and that's 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 a good value for where you're getting him. You know, and and the thing is with that kind of running back, there's a huge t- touchdown upside. So if that offense is better, there's going to be more touchdown upside there. And you know, I think people get a little bit obsessed about volume, and I understand how important that is, but. Uh, efficiency is also important so if a player is getting a hair less volume but their efficiency is much better like nagy runs shotgun a lot right so one mm-hmm. Mitchell trubisky played almost entirely out of shotgun in north carolina and two jordan howard was way better in shotgun uh formations and he was never utilized there the last two years so i think there's some give and take there
4: yeah i actually so I'm a little biased because I wrote an article about this called An Inconvenient Running Back Jordan Howard on DLF back in, like, February or March.
3: I want to cut you off, Bobby, and just say you always have, like, the best names for articles. uh,
4: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I tried. That one uh, was actually – I have to give credit for that one now that you said that, though, because that wasn't me. I was stuck coming – I finished the entire article and then was stuck coming up with an article name, and our friend and your co-host, Peter Howard, came up with that name. So shout-out to Peter Howard for – giving me that name and it worked out really well and it just fit the motif where he is inconvenient because he's inconvenient because he's valuable, but people don't want him to be valuable because he doesn't fit into the narrative of you want that pass catching back as your elite back. And to Jake's point, he faced, and I talked to Adam Spinks about this. He faced, if I recall offhand, stacked boxes, something like 40% of the time. And it was like fifth or fourth most in the entire league of any running back. So having a better offense does help him in that it will lead to, as Jake said, increased touchdown opportunity. And it people won't be able to stack the box as much against him because they'll actually have to worry about wide receiver weapons and not who did they have there last year? Like Kendall Wright was there? <laughs> right? Wasn't <laughs> it Kendall Wright?
2: Wide receiver Kendall Wright. White. Kevin White.
4: Yeah, Kevin White. I think. No. <laughs> Who else was there? The, they're going for the Susicle, so it must be like white, Gosh, white, Bellamy, Black, Bellamy. Black. that's right, Bellamy. Sorry, his name's not Bellamy; it's Blight. now, guys? <laughs> I, I got the joke, Bobby. Yeah, thank you. Someone <laughs> got it.
1: Someone's a dad. So, so a
4: dad yet, I have dad humor. Yeah.
1: So I, I totally understand the argument. If your argument is the offense is going to be better and therefore the, you know, all of the fantasy options are going to be more efficient. I, I can buy into that a little bit. Um, my problem with Jordan Howard though, like if you guys had to guess, how many, um, usable fantasy weeks do you think he had last year out of 16 games? We Define
5: usable.
4: Yeah. I was going to say, how are we defining usable
1: usable? Uh, we'll, we'll pull some arbitrary numbers from his finishes here. And we'll say RB26 or better on a weekly basis.
5: All right. First, I just want to say this is how you know these guys are much smarter than I am. I was ready to shout a number out, and they're like, whoa, whoa.
4: (laughs) Well, I'd also like to point out that I wrote that article in response to uh, one travis's hatred of jordan howard actually i was listening to superflex <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i went this is not right i am very upset i'm gonna write an article <laughs> to show you how wrong you are so I have another yeah my whole of role
5: now. i want to say something to piss bobby off so much that he has to write an article about it <laughs>
4: there you go <laughs> my That's my role is not my articles agreement. came from for a while it was just travis or someone on superflex pod and making me mad <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly me
1: let's be honest it's okay <laughs> My no, goal is to fair. not create content at all. It's just to piss other people off enough to where they create content.
5: Uh, so you got to change your uh, handle to like the Dynasty Muse. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> Muse NFL.
1: <laughs> it's open. It's probably – I'm going to look into that. So how many I've, How many out of 16 weeks? Uh, I think it was probably half.
4: Twelve.
2: I'm going six.
4: I'm going to split the difference between Jake and J- Mike and say seven. You
1: would. You're all wrong, right? So it was eight. Oh. No. So, so – but check this out. He had five games. So eight of them were above RB26. And to be fair, eight of them were above RB18. Um, But then he had eight finishes, 27 or worse. But he had five – Finishes five weeks, you started him and he finished as the RB 43, 57, 67,
3: 62, 79. Do you want to go like, back to uh, Todd Gurley's stat line with Jeff Fisher as his head coach? <laughs> that's not because, chocolate <laughs> because John Fox is Jeff Fisher. I will, that, so. you know, man,
1: Jake, that is a fair point, dude. Um, I, I and that's what I, I guess what I'm saying is if, you, if that's your argument. Is that the offense is going to be better, and so he's going to be less sporadic and more efficient? I, I mean, I think I'm on board with that. Um, as far as you know, I, I mean, I don't. It's it, again, it goes back to what we we're talking about earlier. There's going to be a point where I'm going to draft Jordan Howard, but I'm wow. not going to reach on.
4: All I know is um, I wrote an entire article and you couldn't convince you're wrong. And Jake says like two words and you're like, yeah, maybe I was wrong.
1: <laughs> First of all, I never said maybe I was wrong. Ever. I will never, ever say that, ever.
0: <laughs> oh, the news There is was back. some
4: doubt that entered your voice there where you were like, yeah, all right. I can kind of see where... Basically what Jake said is what I was coming at with the article, and you're like, no, Bobby,
1: you're fucking wrong about this. (laughs)
0: Uh, It's all about the delivery, Bobby.
1: I can't ever let anybody know that they have altered my opinion of a player. I
2: love how (laughs) he goes on that diatribe about his (laughs) article. I am weak. Oh, man. He was so Yeah, upset. man, Jake, <laughs> you had some really,
1: really good points there, Jake.
5: Yeah, <laughs> good job, Jake. Good job. He'll take them into consideration. Thanks.
3: Thanks. Thanks. Bobby wrote an article about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wasn't aware. I'll have to check that out. To be I love that Bobby writes
3: lot. so much because we, we value players very similarly. So, basically, he just writes through me. <laughs>
4: I'm gonna say more. So I write these really long arguments, and then Jake says like <laughs> two sentences, and everyone's like, "Yeah, great point, Jake." Like,
2: well said. Uh, tell you what, that Jake—he's a genius. Laziness <laughs> wins sometimes, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby, get it together. You got any articles you want to write?
4: <laughs> uh, at the moment, no. I have a Case Keenum one coming out soon. Now, everyone should check
1: that out. Oh Lord, Bobby! If you would have, if you would have just tweeted. Your article out in in separate tweets. I probably <laughs> would have conceded your point. From now on, I'm not even
4: gonna write articles. I'm just gonna like pay Jake ten dollars to sum up what I'm trying to say in two sentences.
3: <laughs> that works great for me too.
2: What's <laughs> 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 well, so wait? What do so, you what do you go ahead, Travis?
1: <laughs> I, was just, I was just gonna say let's finish off Jordan Howard conversation. I mean, he's just not very good. <laughs>
3: I was like i'm getting last word in and i don't care if this is a yeah. whole episode but you guys are gonna just get exhausted by this and give up at some point
0: <laughs> yep all
3: I right moving one. on
2: moving on i, I just want to let everyone know in terms of where you can find uh travis on twitter with that with your, all your hate mail that's at <laughs> travis nfl uh you can send all the hate mail there <laughs> <laughs> He's a no Howard's mom <laughs>
5: there's
1: yeah. no such thing as
2: bad publicity man yeah Miss Howard's about to come find you uh, <laughs> so so with you you just brought up Case Keenum which I feel like Denver someone who's kind of been overlooked this entire offseason for for a large degree um, obviously Demarius Thomas Emmanuel Sanders uh, both guys who were probably uh, looking at their last season in Denver uh, with the cap hits that that they're about to have that are exploding, Bobby. Am I ruining your article right now?
4: Uh, not particularly. No, not yet. Anyway.
2: <laughs> wait, did you wait? Did we'll, you write? We'll did you
4: write an article, Jake? Did, yeah, did he I, write an article, Jake?
2: Um, it's in the <laughs> works. I think.
4: Okay. No, it's been submitted. It's just it's has to be in the review process. Well, that's the thing. I didn't
3: approve because we disagree on this one. So, um, yeah. He writing according to
4: Jake, it's never coming out, and you should never read it. That's correct. I mean, this is in spite of
3: what I recommended him to do. So I will not be taking cliff notes and then taking credit for his Jake
4: will not be summing up this article for me in two (laughs) sentences is what he's saying. So what you're saying is you're
2: not going to get any of us on board because Jake's not going to (laughs) summarize. Exactly.
4: Nobody will be on board with this. I'm going to summarize why it's wrong, Bobby.
2: (laughs) You might as well stop writing now then. (laughs) Why are you even trying?
3: Uh, I uh, have (laughs) to
2: understand (laughs) that. The... Uh, the 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 running back situation. I think everything right now in Denver is so fascinating. Um, you've got the Chargers, where I think right now is kind of the the class of the AFC West right now, kind of by default. Um, I mean, the Chiefs. Well, I'm, just because the Chiefs defense looks, I mean, it, yeah, it, but it the doesn't, Chiefs offense is also what the Chiefs defense
3: is potentially. What Actually, the opposite.
5: Yeah, I have no idea where you were going with that.
3: No, I think the Chargers have a chance to be the top defense or at least top three. And I think the Chiefs' offense has a chance to
1: be a top oh, three offense. I'm with you. I'm with you now. I thought I'm, you said the Chiefs' offense is the same as the Chiefs' defense. Yeah, that's where I'm going. I, like, where no, where they're my brain they're in, different.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a total different 11 dudes, I swear. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the So... I feel like Denver, Denver somewhere we should talk about for a second because of the fact that I'm seeing all these Royce, uh Royce Reman uh, uh, Royce Freeman love uh throughout Twitter, uh, as as many camps or excuse me, training camps are opening all over the league. Uh do we what 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 do we make? Case Case Keenum just showed us years worth of meh, also under Jeff Fisher. Thanks a lot for wasting that, uh Jeff. Um, He showed us a lot of meh, but last season he showed out super efficient, really good, uh, really good for Jake's Minnesota Vikings. Um, Two incredibly talented wide receivers, although aging wide receivers, incredibly talented guys. Royce Freeman there, uh, Jake Butt set to make his uh, triumphant return to carry the mantle of uh, tight end uh, in Denver. What are we we doing with Denver right now? Because I find them
5: super interesting. Be really, I I hold on. Let me just there there that that's me and the Denver offense. Oh, uh, come on now, all of it. Oh, no. you think
3: Case Keenum is support that whole offense? <laughs> oh no, well, I mean hold it's on. not.
0: Like... Hold
5: on, hold on. I'm sorry. Wait, wait,
2: Russ. I apologize for interrupted. Zach in the comment section said, "Royce Freeman is Jordan Howard meets Melvin Gordon." No, Jordan, Royce Freeman's not Dude. nearly
3: as good as either of them. <laughs> Royce Freeman's probably one of the most overdrafted rookies as far as ADP goes. I just
2: find that mix funny. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Go like, ahead. I,
5: I don't know if that's a compliment or not.
2: <laughs> no, I think it is. I think he likes Royce Freeman. If you're going to bring up those two guys, I, I think he does. Tell us Zach, like Do you like him? Go ahead, go ahead Russ. I apologize. You
5: were saying no, see, I love everything about this Denver offense because I don't really necessarily care about Manny Sanders, but I'm still a Demarius Thomas believer. But next year, like you said, I think each of them will cost like two million dollars in dead cap. And yeah, I love Cortland Sutton, I love Deshaun Hamilton, and I'm still a Carlos Henderson believer so i think that off that that wide receiver core and being a royce freeman fan as well it's just like i love everything they did so by default i have to go with bobby and like case keenum because if keenum sucks so does the rest of the people i love
3: i'll get ready for that (laughs) (laughs) and listen i like i love i like all those wide receivers too i mean i was a big carlos anderson guy i like deshaun hamilton I like Corland Sutton. I, I know DT's a great value right now. Man, Sanders is a good value, but I just don't see a high-powered offense coming out of Case Keenum. I really does don't. it need to be. I'm no. trying to I think mean,
5: how
4: to respond without ruining the entire article. It's really a topic. So
5: just just let me talk and not actually know what I'm talking about, and just it's good. <laughs> I mean, like think about it. Does Keenum need to be good to make this Denver offense go? I think that's all you need to do has to happen. Wait, no, I was about to say things otherwise. (laughs) How hard is it to throw a bubble screen? That's all you (laughs) need to do. I mean, Demarius Thomas, I think can still catch a bubble screen and take it a couple of yards. Royce Freeman, if anything, he could run the ball a lot because that's what he's done. And then Emmanuel Sanders just run really fast and just, you know, just close your eyes and throw. It's not that difficult. Again, like a dying Peyton Manning. That's the right team, right? Yeah, totally <laughs> took these guys to the Super Bowl. You know, won a Super Bowl.
3: Yeah, again, Peyton Manning's dying arm
4: without his mind. <laughs> so, all right. I've,
0: I
5: can't <laughs> not. I'm really just, just no, cried. come on, man. No, I'm, I'm stalling until the subject like changes. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Bobby. So, come on, Bobby. I'm talking
3: as much shit as I can about this offense until Bobby loses.
1: <laughs> Wait, real quick, I, I got a quick question. Um, Russ, are you wearing a glove? No. Moving <laughs> forward.
4: Uh, all right. So that was <laughs> No follow-up, Travis. <laughs> He's, don't, don't floor. Floor. <laughs> He's like, I still don't believe it. I still see it. I, I was just
3: curious.
2: It. Fake news. All right. Jay Mike, are you wearing a glove? Uh, <laughs> is that latex? Uh. It's my podcasting glove. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. The power glove. <laughs>
3: He's wearing a Nintendo power glove.
1: Right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maximize the grip, man.
1: I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he was wearing a glove and he just took it off real quick.
5: I don't appreciate you blowing up my spot like that. <laughs> Sorry,
1: man. I... <laughs> You're the one that wore a glove to a live YouTube show. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> What else am I going to wear a glove?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fair enough. All right, Bobby, defend your Case Keenum. Yeah, so this isn't
4: going to be the entire article, but just some key points here. Uh, remember earlier how we mentioned how Jeff Fisher is a horrendous coach and makes everyone look bad, including Todd Gurley and Jared Goff? Before, Yeah, before Case Keenum ended up on the Vikings, you want to guess who his coach was? oh, it was Jeff Fisher. Look at that. And one really quick thing, taking it back to college, and I know it's been a long time since college, but he was the all-time Division I passing leader and passing touchdown leader. So in college, he is actually a good quarterback. And for the most part, he's found himself in really unideal situations, except for when he got to the Vikings. So without getting too much into it, I'll also give one other quick stat, which was that over his last 24 starts where he attempted or what was it yeah where he attempted at least 10 passes he he finished as a fantasy qb2 or better 66.6 percent of the time meaning not just that with the vikings but over his last two seasons when he attempted at least 10 passes 66.6 or two thirds of the time or better he was at least a quarterback too so with all the offensive weapons in denver which i do think are downgrade from the vikings shout out to jake because i know he'd get pissed off if i said it wasn't i think that case keenum will be a very serviceable superflex quarterback for the duration of his time in denver and that's also because i'm very confident in the weapons that they drafted this year for the rest you'll have to actually read the article because i'm not gonna make myself get winded. I'm i
3: mean a- there's a- there's only 32 quarterbacks <laughs>
2: Wait, quarterback's not that impressive. what
4: does What does serviceable mean Exactly I, 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 mean think, you. I will put This take on it He will be a mid-range QB2 Meaning he will finish Somewhere in like the 16 to 18 range Across those Two to three seasons in Denver
2: Okay, I quick. don't think so Matt, Matt Ryan or Case Keenum Matt, Matt Ryan, House. Matt Ryan, okay. Matt Mitchell Ryan. Trubisky. Can we just case pull Keenum? This? Pull Trubisky, this Trubisky. Okay. Um, let's just go. Let's say yeah. the next three years, Baker Mayfield, Case Keenum,
1: Baker, Baker. Of course, it's Baker. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so I just went – so that's 18, 19, <laughs> eighteen, nineteen, twenty, on, on DLF's ADP. <laughs> and and Bobby, here, Bobby just... <laughs> has, here Bobby has
3: Case Keenum as his quarterback 30 in
4: super
2: <laughs> So So right now Case Keenum's going at 28, but I named off 18, 19, and 20. You took no, 18, what, 19, and 20, Robert. What I'm
4: trying to say, J. Mike, is that Case Keenum will be a good fill-in for you while those younger guys develop. So, of course, long-term, I want Baker Mayfield because I think Baker Mayfield is going to be amazing and has the ability to be maybe even a top 12 guy. I don't think Case Keenum is a top 12 guy. But while Baker Mayfield is developing, sure, do I want Case Keenum starting for my team this year while I have Baker Mayfield on my bench? Absolutely.
2: I hear you, brother. I'm just giving you
4: what are you What you are grief. you buying
2: Case <laughs>
3: Keenum for in Superflex? If Ooh. anyone
4: if anyone offered 2018 picks yeah so if anyone offered me let's say a mid to late second in superflex and i get case keenum for that i'd do it
3: i mean that's even a starting an, mm-hmm. quarterback really
4: even okay i'll say even like early mid so talking like 204 to 206 range I'll oh Ooh, boy
3: that's anthony miller range <laughs> in superflex <laughs>
1: I, I would give little... what I I th- I didn't think I didn't think I was high on Keenum, but I I'd, I'd probably give like the two hundred two. Oh, damn! In superflex, if I need a quarterback, absolutely, because those four guys are gone. Just pay a
3: little more and get I mean, a better quarterback.
5: <laughs> you could probably get a better quarterback. There. Sure. You could do that. Hey, a
3: little bit more. Than Philip Rivers.
5: <laughs> hey, if you want to go get a better guy, fine, you know, but Wait,
4: that's not what let me give right Jake's two <laughs> sentences against Keenum. Cause since I've had this conversation with him, I know exactly what they are,
0: <laughs>
4: which is case. Keenum can't play outside of domes. That's it. That's all you get. He's
1: not good outdoors. Oh, that was one sentence. <laughs> yeah.
4: Sorry. That's, that's all I need. Mean. Sorry. Right. Case Keenum can't play outside of domes. He sucks. There you go. Two sentences. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the second sentence was the best part of that though. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see him playing well outdoors in fucking Denver
1: of all places so Jake Case Keenum or Josh Allen
3: Josh Allen slightly
1: in Superfly <laughs>
3: wow the disrespect, <laughs> oh. Dude, You guys don't think that Josh Allen is going to actually get an opportunity to start for at least three seasons? Yeah,
5: but so he's be bad Keenum. at it.
3: Yeah, so is Case Keenum. He's bad. He's not good. He's no, no, no. I
1: said, so is Case Keenum going to be able to start? Okay. No, he was for a year
3: for a year. I'd say. I don't know. Oh, so are you? Our hey, are yeah. you, my
1: my pretty airtight. For I'm team.
3: hashtag Team Chad Kelly,
1: anyways. I was
3: just I was literally just
5: going to ask you that question. That's a
3: loan if they don't draft somebody high next year. You know,
5: they're not going to put him out right away, so that gives them another year to. If, if, hopefully they, not if they have put a top, top ten
3: player. pick and they draft a quarterback in the top ten, there's a good chance that he starts
4: right away. It sounds more likely that I'm going to make a pony bet with Jake than I am with Russ on this episode.
2: Wait, no, let's do this. No, <laughs> no, let's do let's do an open bar bet before yeah, before,
4: before Yeah, but
3: how much higher do you have Case Keenum than Josh Allen in Superflex rankings?
2: And, and just to and just to give you a quick heads up, that's they're back to, to back in July DLF ADP. <laughs> Case Keenum's twenty eight, Josh Allen's twenty nine. Oh did you that's hear that?
5: Really Keenum's first. Very uh <laughs> That's why wise. I will take, take any bet. spot
3: difference fine.
4: I'll take a Pony bet that Case Keenum finishes the 2019 season as the Broncos starter. No, I was to to remember that, out, but I'll take that bet. That's the most boring this bet, is, bet. This is America,
2: Bobby. Where's my instant Instagram? <laughs> <fan? laughs> ah.
5: Year and a half right. long How bet. How about you just uh. put the, the Pony avatar up now, and then <laughs> we'll see what happens at the end of we'll 2019. We'll take it down at leave the end it up. of 2019.
4: So, if I do it for two years, keeping that <laughs> pony up there, and then it turns out that I'm right, Jake has to have a pony avatar for the rest of his existence on Twitter.
3: Fine, I'll just quit Twitter at that point.
4: <laughs> All of a sudden, we're going to see a new.
0: Let's face
1: it, Jake we're see a new,
4: Fanderson. Let's face, face it, it's down. not working out, anyways. In two years, Twitter might not even exist anymore. Jake Fanderson. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's
4: too good.
0: I just
2: oh man. <laughs> when you say serviceable, Bobby, that just makes me laugh.
4: <laughs> I can't get <laughs> it out of my head. He's By serviceable. Be serviceable I mean Superflex. he'll be he'll be someone you want starting for your team as your qb too. That's fair. Very
2: fair. So <laughs> with all that being said, I know uh Russ, you were just saying you're, you're kind of wheels up on Denver. Um uh, yeah. are we so you like demarius and demarius sneakily fringe wide receiver one last year um
5: always, cool. always gets those yards it was the touchdowns that you know faded a little bit
2: well i say fringe kind of a little outside the fringe i guess uh, in the rough uh wide receiver 16 close enough
5: i'll
0: but, take
2: it yeah well, yeah that'll work um so, so is anybody do we have any Devonte booker truthers here
3: no, but I'm so far against Royce Freeman that I think he's going to get some touches.
4: I bought Booker for a third in one league just because if Might it well. does not hit, I won't be mad. And if it does hit, I'll be super happy.
5: Angelo Henderson, baby.
4: No, nothing for <laughs> no one.
2: That <laughs> looks good
5: on you.
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, oh whoa sorry i'm having some technical difficulties there um all right good deal so we are uh i don't have anything else that i feel like i have to talk about um what what's on your mind or even pe- folks in the chat what do you guys want to chop up here in the next little bit before
5: we close out
0: or you just guys, never uh, want to
5: close out i, so I just I, i'm liking I like I feel like we just got started <laughs> yeah. I, I, look
2: Look, I love it. I love it. So if we if we can keep it going and it's great, I'm all about it. Um, but but I know I just know that Denver, uh, I, I don't know what to think. I just think that it's. I think that they're incredibly intriguing, uh, especially with Case Keenum. Uh, Royce Freeman coming in uh, Demarius and Emmanuel and, I, and Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, you talk about perpetually slept on that guy's healthy,
4: man. Don't forget to talk about Cortland Sutton. Gabe will be very upset with you if you don't mention Sutton.
2: Yeah, you, as he as he as he has coined, you're busting my Suttons. Um, the so, so just yeah, quick heads up. Emmanuel Sanders uh, from 2013. Excuse me, from 2014 to 2016. So what three year run? Wide receiver five, obviously the Peyton Manning year. Uh, wide receiver 19, wide receiver 19. Uh, so a guy that can show he can be uh, be a very good wide receiver, too, for your teams. But uh, last year was wide receiver, 62. I, I don't know. Did, did he, he, I'm guessing he didn't play a
5: full he season. Missed, hurt. He was yeah. hurting He
4: had an ankle injury.
5: Okay. Yeah, I mean, you're probably also drafting him as wide receiver, 50-something. So yeah. that's awesome value.
3: I think he could actually outproduce DT this year just because if he, if Case is going to succeed somewhere, he's going to su- succeed in that slot position. And you saw him target Thielen over and over and over last year. And kind of not even look at Diggs' way. So I think I think if you're looking at a target in that offense for this season, I think it is Emmanuel Sanders at the at the price you're paying.
4: That's one Denver take that Jake and I agree
5: on.
3: <laughs> if Case can throw it somewhere, he can throw it to the slot position.
5: That's actually Bobby's entire article. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> He's just gonna throw to Emmanuel Sanders for like three thousand yards.
5: Don't worry about it. <laughs>
2: He <laughs> can throw to the slot position. <clears throat> the uh, 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 the other uh, news or, or fodder, if you will, uh, for the fantasy community, and I feel like every week we talk about this um, or we talk about this team, and people Please don't, p- yeah, people don't hate us for it, so we might as well touch on it because it's kind of kind of a big deal. Josh Gordon. Well, I don't even think it's necessarily a big deal, but let's talk about it. Josh wow. Gordon, uh, obviously taking a quote-unquote leave of absence. Uh, actually, nobody used that term except for me, uh, so I'm quoting myself. I was just going
1: to
0: say. <laughs> <of absence. laughs>
2: From the team, uh, self-proclaimed leave of absence. Uh, is anyone scared uh, no, at he's, all? He's no. They already said he's coming back
3: soon, and it's. It's. I think people are blowing this way out of proportion.
5: I've actually gotten into like Twitter arguments, and I don't argue with people because I just want people to like me too much about this today because everyone's giving shit about uh, oh he's so he's anxious about going you know to play football again or he's scared or whatever and or he relapsed again like I don't think people actually understand what real anxiety or depression is and the fact that he admitted to playing football drunk and high so he's going back to this needing to be completely clean like he never was before I don't think people actually appreciate how difficult that will be for him as a human being. And I've li- I've literally just, like, had to put my phone... Like, I've never really put Twitter down before in the past year that I've been Dynasty Outhouse. I actually put my phone down for a minute. Because it's just like, no, these people need to realize, like, yeah, he has millions of dollars. But he's a human being. And that is really fucking difficult, what he's going through. And, yeah, and who cares if he's missing training camp anyway? completely besides the point the fact that he's actually doing this is a good thing for him mentally for him to be able to recognize that he would have issues if he went there is better than him going there and fucking up both as a person I, and for a fantasy football asset
1: yeah i'm i'm 100 yeah. on board with you russ yeah. I think yeah. you put Can't it i think you know, put, you put it very well else.
3: Yeah, people I think people have no problem if players want to hold out for a contract situation, but a player holding out for his own mental health and well being, that's 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 a that's a big issue. I just I I don't see the problem there.
1: Yeah, I mean it's all I'm all about taking preemptive measures, yeah. right? Like Yeah, it's so not and I
3: think people I think the worst part about all that was people were like saying well, it's it's pretty convenient time for you to you know feel like you have to go get some some rehab or or therapy. Well, I don't think it, this was like planned out. Like, oh shit, training camp is starting. I'm gonna just I'm just gonna go get some therapy real quick. Uh, I mean, I think he's certainly having some anxiety and some some issues with this process unfolding. So, um, you'd much rather see him be preemptive and and take matters into his own hands and say, okay, I'm gonna just try to do this, even though I think I may need help so he doesn't fall back into you know a a bad position that he may have in the past
4: the only thing i'd add there's anyone who had those takes likely didn't watch the documentary about him and if they didn't i'd highly recommend watching it because it there's nothing more humanizing to a football player than watching that documentary about josh gordon talking about the struggles he went through and if you have those takes, i really don't know what to say to you because you clearly don't understand mental health. And it's actually a very good thing that he's trying to take care of himself.
5: Yeah, and it's also what made me feel bad after years of calling Eddie Lacy, Fat Eddie Lacy was reading that article, or was it a video, I don't remember the interview where he explained how much of depression led to him eating and being overweight. I'm like, oh great, now I'm an asshole. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, before probably. (laughs) well same thing
3: with brandon marshall you know like the years and years where you know he was just an idiot for you know punching a tv or whatever he was doing or getting all the trouble that he was getting into and you know now he's come out and been a huge advocate for mental health and actually he's like improved his, his himself and and i i don't think um we put that into context sometimes
4: I was reading a uh, big name analyst. I think it might have been JJ. It was JJ. It was that timeline. Yeah. And he was talking about how he used to call players like idiots for doing things that basically like Josh Gordon's doing. And he realized what he's doing really tries not to do stuff like that and pass judgment on players. Cause we do have to remember, and I know this is open bar and we're all drinking, having fun, but we do have to remember these football players are humans. And it's not really our place to say what they should or shouldn't be doing.
2: Did you, did you hear that, Dynasty Twitter? Did you hear that, Dynasty Twitter? The humans, people, <laughs> not just uh, numbers. And, Until and, football and season and starts, then they are just
5: numbers and assets. Then. <laughs> but it's only July, so there's still is, people. There's a rumor. Just, shares just and everything keep else.
3: players' Twitter handles out of your feed.
5: Yes, 100%. Good call. No, and honestly, oh, yeah. I don't
3: even care if it's good stuff. Just, just keep yes, them out. The just keep them out. You know? Yes. Like, Say their name, that's fine. Like if they want to search themselves.
5: Fine. If you want to be Devontae Parker, be Devontae Parker. Right.
3: But don't don't get people Twitter <laughs> handles involved in our stupid yes. little community that we have going.
4: One time I said something nice about Cooper Cup and his grandma was of it on Twitter. So there you go. But I didn't tag her or tag him
1: or anything. So. Oh you didn't yeah. tag his grandma?
0: <laughs> Cooper Cup's <laughs> grandma.
1: Yes, tag the player's grandma. I don't even know how to end that sentence. <laughs> The at grandma
4: cup. <laughs> I can't remember what it was.
3: Two grandmas, one cup.
4: It was
0: like, oh, my oh. God. Oh. And, that's our show.
5: and it's been fun on the show. Guys. <laughs> we just brought
2: in Meemaw Cup. That ain't right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I, I've I've got an interesting one for you. This was thrown out in the chat. I need to go back and find out who did it. Who said it? I mean uh and and shout out to Tyler Gunther he, he's joining us in the chat um Josh Jordan also from the happy hour bar tab league um the or excuse me happy hour bar tab no that's not right oh no is that Golly, i can't even get the that name that sounds of it, right but, and i'm yeah. not in it but <laughs> i can't I, I can't even uh i thought it was maybe uh, anyway bar tab we'll just call it bar tab um also before i get into that what what was said up here uh russ so Tyler comes in and goes, "Wait, that's outhouse." I, I want to find the quote. Oh, oh, why did I picture him not as good-looking of a man? I told you.
1: <laughs> I told you
2: because you're picturing some dude in a porta potty
3: on his phone. Hey, porta potty st- doing
5: a stinker. Outhouses. Let's let's not confuse this.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. I don't see outhouses
5: every day in my life. Exactly. Porta
3: potties are the new outhouse.
5: They're discount outhouses. That's what they are. (laughs)
4: If you don't get a new Twitter handle that's called like
5: Dynasty Porta potty now.
3: (laughs) That's your burner account. (laughs) It's just gonna be my hype man. Whenever
5: I say something, I'll make sure that account likes it and goes, yeah, I agree with that. Make sure I never have a terrible take. At least one person likes it. <laughs> the
2: uh, uh, a couple of titles for some articles for you here, Bobby. Uh, over the river, <laughs> over the river to Grandma's cup by Bobby Cox. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that
2: was, that was from Zach from the Dummies. Uh, nice. then, P- then Peter Howard says, "Why, Grandma? What big hands you have!" By Bobby Cox. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'll have to find a way to work those in. I'm sure uh, the editors at DLF will appreciate that. Sorry James. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> the better to still <laughs> Zach says the better to steal targets from Brandon Cooks, my dear <laughs> they're on a roll. All oh, on a roll. That's good. Uh, <sighs> uh okay uh uh Keenan Allen or Mike Evans.
3: That's really close. That's really close. Uh Keenan yeah. Allen, I'll be I'll that take guy. Yeah. Allen. Yeah, I think I'm taking Evans there. And I'm I'm a huge Keenan fan.
2: Not anymore, you're not. Yes, I am.
3: Yeah, right. <laughs> I'd also <laughs> you take you can't I'd like
2: take, both, take, both of them. I'd take Julio over Keenan too two two light-skinned brothers enter only one man only one light-skinned brother leaves you can't have both of them in the same room like that jake you gotta pick one
3: yeah mike evans
2: (laughs) y'all hear that y'all hear that jake hates keenan allen peter howard so right now (laughs) yeah because he's the one that put it in the chat i found the comment (laughs) 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 he hates mike evans Oh wow! Tyler Gunther just said Mike Evans uh, overall wide receiver too. Where do you guys have have Mike Evans ranked? He's borderline top f- five ish.
5: Yeah, well, wide receiver five or six. Thinking of it, you know, I don't actually write things down, so I would like to make things up as I go along. I'll say five <laughs> or six.
4: Yeah, yeah I stopped doing long rankings, long. but five or six I like sounds you about roll. right. I like the way you roll. What's your article <laughs> say, Bobby, about it? Read an article about Mike Evans <laughs> being top five. <laughs> Jay, can you, seven.
2: Can you help me understand what he's talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I can't in this scenario. Sure start with They're back to back. I'm just. I was just curious. They're back to back in DLF ADP. Travis, who'd you, who'd you say?
1: Oh, I said seven. Wide receiver seven. I'll take Keenan Allen. Okay. Bonte Adams above Mike Evans too. Ugh. Gross. No, yeah, me, I can't bro. get on board with that.
3: No. <laughs> oh, can't count on those touchdowns, Travis. Sure you can. can.
5: No, you. Really oh, should. we never thought of it like that before.
2: Port a it
3: coming in hot.
5: <laughs> I, I
2: mind tricks you without moving a muscle. <laughs> yeah,
1: you can. <laughs> man, if there's if there's one offense that you can count on touchdowns in, it's that offense, man. Fair point. And how many how Jimmy, many touchdowns did he have Emin, from um,
5: Grant Graham. Huntley? Ten? I rest Jimmy my case. Graham's
4: going to be the new... <laughs> I <rest> my...
5: <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm still arguing it, though. No, Jimmy it's been Graham... rested. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it, is it is decided.
3: Shut your face.
2: Shut your face. Shut your face. Sh- shut, shut, <laughs> shut your face.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! The uh,
2: wow, they just said uh, Keenan equals Hopkins, Keenan Allen equals, and that, that was another Peter Howard original. Keenan equals Ooh, DeAndre. Oh, I mean, oh. damn,
5: <laughs> A little too much Keenan love for me. I mean, they're yeah, that's that's even too much for me.
2: They're completely
5: different players.
2: Who's your number one wide receiver in Dynasty?
5: Just curious. Hashtag Odell. always Odell.
2: Yeah, always Odell. Always Odell. Oh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know how Travis feels moving on. I love how Travis can shift the whole mood of the
1: conversation <laughs> with the
2: sounds.
1: <laughs> he doesn't have to say a word just to... I feel like I feel like we've uh, we've been fighting too much. I don't want I don't want say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get into the whole old Dell Beckham
4: thing. <laughs> Uh Travis, number one is actually Devontae Adams, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was waiting for.
3: Let him let him talk because this will spree this another hour, I have a
2: feeling. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. Do it, Travis. Um,
1: it it's Hopkins. I rest my case.
2: So so is it is it Hopkins then OBJ?
1: Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> I just don't man, like You must for the really dude,
3: hate man. Odell.
1: I just don't. If I don't, don't like rooting like- for.
4: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, the Superflex Show now. Travis continually just hates on Odell. That's
1: one of his like calling cards. Trademark. Yeah, but see, I am able to not like the guy and still realize what kind of dynasty asset he is. So I mean, I'm not well, going clearly crazy. not. You have him at two.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, There you go. <laughs> Fair enough.
1: I just don't. I don't like rooting for him, man. I don't like watching him play. I don't know. He's not my cup of tea.
5: You don't like good players.
1: No, he's a baby. I don't
5: like babies. I, I guess I can't really argue with that. He's <laughs> a drama queen. Don't,
3: you don't like Tom Brady.
5: There's a difference between a baby hey, and a baby face. He's, he's fiery. Oh. He's, he's not. Yeah, but,
3: yeah, he's don't not
5: like bad, bad or, anything. or anything. He
3: doesn't act like a little bitch sometimes.
5: So and you part saw of that one, competitiveness,
3: but like so Jake, he acts like a little bitch. I mean, but a lot of athletes do because they care so much. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's just emotion.
1: Sure. So you saw that one video cut up that Odell put out of him and Tom Brady. Is that what happened? No, I didn't see it. Yeah, you did. Come on. I didn't see
0: any.
1: <laughs> no, it was uh it was a long time ago, but it was everybody was getting pissed when he was um I think it was right after he uh did the thing with the the kicking net and he put out a video and it was like cut up of Tom Brady like freaking out on the sidelines and then going back to him freaking out on the sidelines. And he was like, you know, you guys are all over me, but you're not all over this guy about it.
5: Like, Hashtag, I, I, yeah. yo, that's racist. <laughs>
3: <Right>. <laughs> Awkward silence there.
5: Yeah, it was just as good as the face everybody made when uh, <laughs> J mag was like, two light skinned brothers walk in. We're just like,
2: Everybody's like, can I laugh? Is it okay? (laughs) No comment. (laughs) Will he block me on Twitter? Like, what's going to (laughs) happen? Oh, that's funny. I
0: mean, my wife hates
2: (laughs) Philip Rivers because... Because you look just like him and she hates
3: you. Because, yeah. Wow. Damn. (laughs) Because she thinks he acts like a little bitch. And, like, I I get it. But, like, for me, that's just... that's, That's who he is. And, like... I'm not afraid of athletes showing some emotion on the football field. Like I think that can be a good thing.
4: If I was Philip Rivers, I'd be cursing up a storm. If I was any player on an NFL team, I'd be cursing up a storm. No, I play, play skee ball and I curse up a storm.
5: Oh, I can't wait to see this on Friday. <laughs> We've been meeting to talk to you about this. This is we're actually gonna, an intervention. We're, we're going to be playing some problems. problems,
1: and Bobby's just going to be losing his mind. <laughs> ski open bar, open bar intervention.
5: We're here I'd for you, Bobby.
1: We're,
2: we're here for you, Bobby. The, can we, oh, man, this is, what's going on in here? Uh The Antonio Brown hate, not hate, uh, I guess just the perceived disrespect that I'm feeling right now. By like
5: who? He's going to be
2: 30. I, I mean, I get it, He's going to be 30. I'm just saying, like, when we look at his finishes over, like, the last five years, they've all got, like, a three or better beside them. Like, it's
5: just it's hard to it's run routes when you're holding onto a walker. It's
3: ab's is yeah, hey, my wide receiver three. He's a top five dynasty asset for
2: me. Je- yes, Jerry Rice was killing it at whatever age he was. I'm just oh, what saying. What other out?
1: What other outliers can you come up with? I, I, well, I well, who else? Who else?
2: <laughs> who else has finished remotely close as consistent as Antonio Brown
1: has in the last h- however many years you want to go back? Antonio Brown's awesome, dude. It's just dynasty, and he's old. That's
5: it. I'll take him off anybody's hands. I don't want. Him. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, I think he's
1: he's probably like three I'm or four. AD. I mean, so. I
3: mean, I I I mean, he. I kind of go back and forth where I could easily put him at wide receiver one, and uh, the number one dynasty asset. But uh, I, I'm also I think he's in three a, in a position where I like to, I like to win now, and I, I don't like the productive struggle.
4: Yeah, I once actually had a debate and someone said Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham aren't in the same stratosphere, and I pulled a bunch of stats to show them they were. But I will go on record, and Sam, if you're listening, my co-host Sam from the Afterburners podcast, Antonio Brown is the best receiver currently in the NFL. I don't think it's it's Football-wise, I think so, yes. Yeah, for sure.
3: And I think Julio's number two.
4: Yeah, Julio's definitely up there, as much disrespect as
5: he gets from fantasy players. Which makes no sense.
3: I remember Ryan McDowell this offseason said he got Julio at, like, 20 in a in a, in a mock.
5: No, that's, He's that's for real. 20. Yeah.
0: 20.
4: That's people taking Josh Herzmeyer too seriously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the
3: milk's
0: Never gone. Hashtag.
1: hashtag always Julio. His ADP right now is 14.3. Man, man,
5: man! Uh, he That's, went so picked little... twenty-six in that draft where Bell Ooh, went two hundred five. You can get you
0: Antonio
3: Brown and Julio is your first two picks of a startup. Can you imagine?
5: You can get someone in between in this in this draft. The destruction! Oh my gosh, it's unbelievable. That 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 is people, literally unbelievable. People, <laughs> people
3: people hate people hate. I said this a couple weeks ago, and people got all all butthurt about it i said you know dynasty players hate hate winning you know it's just
5: i completely they, agreed with this
3: they love building sexy rosters but they hate yes winning. and then like people got like super defensive about it i'm like listen i was like i wasn't like trying to make this bold
2: statement here i was being a little bit funny but, but let's be honest though true. if somebody if somebody got upset with you
5: about saying that on twitter it's because they have a pretty roster and they're losing <laughs>
2: Winner.
4: When you said that, Jake, honestly, just now I thought of J Mike and how he says never late. Those dynasty owners are probably like, never win, always building.
2: Oh, yes.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Emphasis on the struggle, not so I'm much the predictor. Always going to narrowly miss the playoffs. But <laughs> you know about that six <laughs> seed. What? Yeah, but,
5: but Twitter will love your team. that's what it's about.
2: Yeah, win all the trade polls, all all those things.
5: Hey, man, that's my brand. You be careful with the sarcasm. (laughs) (laughs) Twitter polls are pretty much what I do. I'm really
3: trying to get outhouse to take all of my tagging responsibilities away from me.
5: Oh, man. And there's some people these days. All right, we're shifting to this. There's guys that literally take up multiple posts in a thread just tagging people.
3: Why do you do three pages of tagging? I'm sorry. Like, either really respect my opinion, and I'm like one of five people, yeah, or fucking get off my Twitter feed, please.
5: (laughs) Or just if I'm on your
3: your third page of tags, (laughs) get the fuck
4: out of here. So, Jake, earlier we said you translate my articles into two sentences. Have you ever seen the Key and Peel, the Key and Peel Obama angry translator thing? I'm you're like translating my angry thoughts like i'm really nice and i'm like yeah i'll answer your stuff if you tag me but secretly i'm thinking same thing you just said if you tag me and i see you tagged like 50 other people i'm just unlikely to listen even respond. i love
3: i love to help i'm flattered that people even give two shits about my opinion because i think yeah. we're all pretty much in the same realm of, of football knowledge for the most part but and anybody that dms me listen i've i've gone back and forth with people with extended dms and like i love helping people out but it's it's one thing helping people out and it's also another thing of of being used and abused on (laughs) twitter feed where i go to work and i check my phone and i have 157 notifications and and the worst part is i might mute this person but I haven't muted everyone else that he's tagged. So all of a sudden, the responses are showing up in my notifications, but not the original tweet. So I don't know what the fuck is going on.
5: There's a mute conversation. (laughs) No, I know. But then
3: I have to go mute the conversation that I'm not even aware of where it began.
5: (laughs) Just mute everything. Just close Twitter, man. (laughs) (laughs) You
0: all are
2: witnessing the birth of Jake Fanderson. (laughs)
5: I I just know I just wanted like a picture of Mm. like Jake like this (laughs) (laughs) Jake real Mm. quick question
4: for you on that would you say like so there's a certain few that definitely are more guilty of it than usual I'm not going to name names or anything like that but if you interact with those people regularly you're more likely to answer their Twitter polls right if you've got into actual discussions with them But if Um, they just continually tag you in polls and they don't actually talk to you, you're like, cool.
3: I mean, that's the problem, I think, is that any relationship has been started by polls. There wasn't any relationship prior to the tagging.
5: Yeah, that's that's my
3: issue, too. Like, you got to take me out for dinner first, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's your problem. Your standards
5: are too high. high. Buy me a drink first.
2: I'm not your Twitter tag, ho.
5: <laughs> See glad. again, that's me. And I'm okay with that. See, that's how I start that's how I got followers. I just started throwing my opinion whether they wanted it or not. <laughs> and that just led to people starting tagging me and then again, when they tag like 83 people and I'm one of the four that actually respond, more people just start tagging me.
4: I'm living my best life because people have started not tagging me anymore, I think because I pretty much have stopped responding to there are a ton of tags. And I'll just respond to the ones that if I see Jake retweet like an interesting one, I'll be like, yeah, all right, you do the work for me.
5: <laughs> see, and it's funny because anytime I see a reply from Bobby regarding uh, a poll, I'm like, okay, I need to check this one out. What is he actually talking about? Because he's actually willing to talk about this one. <laughs>
4: Yeah. See, it's working. It's working. Already. That's this- what you got to do, Jake. Just stop responding. Oh, I
3: have. Trust me.
5: <laughs> or just start, like, responding with middle finger gifs.
3: <laughs> it's that and the Friday Football Follows. Oh, yeah. Those are fun. Give me 27 pages of Football Follows. No, give me, like, your top five guys. That's cool. Like, that's that's flattering if you make one of those
2: lists. Wait, not not my top 55?
0: 155.
3: I'll
2: take it to top 55. Oh, 155. Got
3: 155. it. 155. If I come in the top 143, that's cool. <laughs>
4: I'm I'm 100 guilty of that. When Ryan was doing those lists back in like February March, he'd be like tag five people. I'd be like, oh, here's 200 for you, Ryan. <laughs> I can't I can't limit it to five. <laughs> that's like all right
0: I, I'm, I'm not even mad i'm not too, even mad but,
2: i'm, I'm no. all about people supporting other people uh, i am too and uh, all directions <laughs> i it sounded a little bit like an old man but <laughs> it
3: just gets a little bit a little bit crazy at times that's it
1: fair enough fair enough Uh, how does dynasty porta potty feel about this? (laughs) (laughs) He loves trade.
0: (laughs) Oh, you know what?
1: I bet, I bet you dynasty porta potty is the guy that asks a trade question and then doesn't even put a poll. Maybe I
5: (laughs) can also do a little trade poll, which is the answers.
1: He's just like, would you rather have this guy or this guy? And there's no poll. And I'm like, what the hell?
5: Yeah, no, I'm not answering that. I Let me, I let me
0: vote and get out of here. Yes,
5: I refuse to be forced to type.
4: Maybe I'll
1: just do a little
3: trade poll. <laughs>
4: I'm going to be the weird one here and say I actually prefer those posts because a poll, it's like, all right, I just have to click this and then I can go away. If someone does that, I'm more likely to engage because then it's like, all right, they actually expect me to type something here.
5: No, they just okay. forgot to hit the poll button.
0: that's that's all I
4: I like to give
1: them more credit than that (laughs) rust but if it's if it's what if it's Bobby what if it's someone that does that with no poll and then all they tag is my fantasy league and ff dynasty trades and that's it like they want people to retweet it but there's no freaking poll
4: I mean Listen, everybody's got to learn how to use Twitter eventually, and everybody got <laughs> started. A, it's somewhere. the same thing with
3: articles, too. Like, don't write an article and tag 170 people about your article. Like, there's and somebody I can't remember who, I think it was Nathan Powell. He's, he's like, There's two ways to get retweets. Yeah, one, have good content and they'll grow organically, or two, takes 1,700 people for everything that you do.
5: <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I do reinforce this behavior because I will pretty much retweet anything <laughs> anyone asks me to So while I'm, I'm on your side and being like, yeah, guys, seriously, stop this. It's just like, no, just tag me, a man, because I'll keep doing it.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I'm, with, I'm kind of without house on this one where, you know, I think about before, like, everyone starts, as I said earlier, everyone starts out somewhere, and I get it. But at the same time, like, I, what I try to do for,
3: for attention, that's if, all I'm if I
4: try to retweet with people, then I at least try to engage with them in some way. So I start to get to know them as a person. If you don't engage with me in any kind of like even slightly meaningful way and just keep doing it, that's when I'm like, all right, I'm not retweeting your stuff anymore.
3: Well, it's different if you have relationships with people. Absolutely. Like.
4: But what I'm saying is it will be people that I don't have relationships with and I like realize they're new in the community and I want to help them out. So then mm-hmm. I'll like try to engage with them. And then if they don't really engage back or engage in a way that I'm like, that's kind of weird. You're not really engaging in a polite or respectful way. Or-
3: well, that's what, I, that's what I think the problem is. I don't think a lot of it is just coming across as being genuine. It's more like just starving for acknowledgement or attention or follows or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think people care yeah, too maybe. much about that.
4: Yeah, I think – I can see it, but I also think it's a somewhat cynical take because I can also remember being that guy who like wrote for a blog and no one would talk to
0: me.
5: <laughs> I know what that's like.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, Tyler Gunther also says uh, to you, Russ, uh, he says, Outhouse looks like he could be in a Dave Matthews cover band. <laughs>
5: fuck dave
0: matthews
5: (laughs) (laughs) oh god that was that was back in the days where dave matthews was popular and i was wearing the Marilyn manson t-shirts scaring all the kids that were listening to dave matthews so yeah no how dare you (laughs) there's the glove again (laughs) all right
2: uh, we're 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 gonna go ahead and close things down real quick because it was asked earlier and I forgot to ask you guys, uh, Case Keenum or Jimmy Gar- Garoppolo? Garoppolo.
4: These questions <laughs> are just trying to be on like, looks topic alone. I'm going or, Garoppolo for no reason. That's honestly what everyone in the chat is trying to prove right now.
5: <laughs> I think everybody's <laughs> well, coming Tom at your Tom Brady neck, Bobby. or Case Keenum? <laughs> everybody's coming <laughs> at your neck, Bobby. <laughs> uh.
4: Listen, I'm sorry that every
1: article can't be Cooper Cup's grandma, <laughs> <all> right? <laughs> but it can be though, Bobby. That's what we're saying to you. <laughs> Listen, I'll just
4: give the people what they want. Every single article now will just be some variation of Little Red Riding Hood featuring Cooper Cup's grandma. <laughs> I, I would love to and see how many of those you can old. get out. Oh, that's, that's, what she that's said. yeah. Okay. That's where that's what I thought too. <laughs>
2: Good deal. So, <laughs> no, I'm not even reading anything else in the chat. <laughs> this chat is so lit tonight. Oh my gosh! People's champ was in here earlier, uh, shouted out. But yeah, the same crew. Oh my gosh! <laughs> the chat's been lit. Uh, anyhow, uh, let's let let let's pack it up and pack it in. Uh, let me begin let me to end begin. this thing. Um, first up. Travi Trav. Um, w- what are you working on? Where can we find you? Plug away, sir. Uh, this is this is your time to shine.
1: First of all, only my wife can call me Travi Trav.
2: <laughs> my bad, M- mis- Mr. Mr. Travis.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, man. Thanks for having me. It was awesome. I had a good time with you guys. Um, you can find me at Travis NFL. The Superflex Super Show is my podcast with James and John. You can follow that at Superflex Show, and that's pretty much all we got. Oh, we're going to be doing um, uh, all three of us are going to be part of the uh, Superflex rankings team over at DLF here in the next week or so, so that's exciting. Very
2: nice. Very nice. And and Travis, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you were an extra in Sons of Anarchy with your beard, right?
1: (laughs) I actually, I was on three episodes.
2: My man. Yeah. The (laughs) I think they will be like for real. No, man.
5: <laughs> I just stopped because I've watched that show. I'm like, wait, really?
1: What's, <laughs> what's, what's three episodes? The- I knew we looked familiar. They didn't, they didn't make the cut. <laughs> uh
2: Good stuff, and and if we can get Hogan next week, uh, we'll have the trifecta, and yeah, we'll, man, we'll, for sure. and and Bobby can listen to all three episodes and give you guys grades to see who <laughs> actually. <laughs> Who actually wins.
4: I clearly won't be Team John. That's just the way it always works.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I feel like I've disappointed you the last few times, Bobby. I feel like you used to be Team Travis, and then we're we're drifting apart. He's got an ever-changing point system.
2: His his point system changes more than uh, WNBA three-point line.
4: I don't know. I don't know. Dynasty Wall Street seemed to figure it out pretty well. They just shout out my favorite players, and I'm like, "Great, you get a point. Good job. You figured out my system."
5: Wait, I just want to go back to this like niche little esoteric thing you just threw out—changing like the WNBA three-point line. Was that like for one person listening to this podcast and actually understood that reference?
2: That's for that's for the guilty uh, the guilty pleasure—the folks that will not admit that they watch. Uh, Maya Moore, uh, ball out for the Minnesota Lynx. Not that I've ever seen it or anything. Uh, I couldn't name one player, obviously. It's pretty uh, offensive. making that up. You just did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you get the joke.
3: All right. <laughs> That's like Minnesota's one good team right now. And I've heard plenty about
2: them, but I, I refuse. Yeah, they're I refuse. amazing. The Lynx are actually amazing. But I mean, I get it. I just like basketball. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the outhouse himself, uh, the finest of porta potties. Uh, Russ, uh, plug away, sir. Uh,
5: I'm at Dynasty Outhouse. Uh, uh me and Brian Harr host the trade addicts pod. I feel like it's been way too long, and Brian's gonna give me shit that I didn't talk about him this whole time. Uh, <laughs> too bad, too late. Uh, but that's really about it. I'm on Twitter way too much. Apparently, don't at these fine gentlemen at this <laughs> on fine gentlemen and chances are I won't want to work at my job and I'll just sit on the computer on Twitter and I'll answer your trade polls. Because my pinned tweet, I care about your fantasy football team.
2: <laughs> nice. It's all, all employed, like damn it. <laughs> 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 grandma, <laughs> grandma, what great recency bias you have.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my
2: gosh! All right, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby, I would
3: <laughs> hold it together, Bobby. Uh,
4: yeah, you can find me writing articles about Cooper Cup's grandma exclusively <laughs> at DLF <laughs> Football. Uh, there will be five of those coming in the near future. I also write for two quarterbacks. I might have to find a way to work Cooper Cup's grandma into that. Maybe she can play some quarterback. I don't know.
5: Speaking if you just of two change it to Alex Smith. It's grandma and I'm sure it'll fly.
4: That's true. Speaking of two quarterbacks, I do have to really quickly shout out the two quarterbacks draft guide that came out recently. Uh, if you buy one, 10% of the profits go to Ncadv, and a ton of smarter people than me worked on it, so definitely check that out. Uh, tomorrow we're recording the Afterburners pod, and uh, just in case Jake hasn't seen enough of me, he'll be joining as well as Peter Howard, so definitely check that out when it drops too.
2: what's up very good last but not least uh, my co-host for the night he's back in the saddle after an action-packed last month or so of life uh jake uh what's going on with you man uh same old
3: same old stuff uh, i got the, the uh, dynasty crossroads and, and shout out to yourself um i think we gave you a little shout out the first episode for for coming up with that name and and that podcast really grew from the Crossover, open bar, um, dynasty dummies, uh, rookie, or whatever the hell, <laughs> <laughs> whatever that pod was. That's that's really how Peter and I just decided to do that podcast, which is which has been a blast. And um, you know, Peter Howard is an absolute rising star in the community and and one of the smartest dynasty minds I've met. And it's really a pleasure to talk to him and learn from him. And kind of um, pick each other's brains throughout that process. So that's been fun. It looks like
5: you're reading this. Is this prepared? <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes going back and forth.
0: Peter's telling
4: him exactly <laughs> what to <laughs> say.
5: Peter's typing in <laughs> the
4: chat. You better say
2: this. Is, is, is this Manchurian candidate. What's going on here? Wait, wait. I screwed up two words. Can I do that over? <laughs>
3: all right. Um, but all, but all seriousness, um, yeah, you can find us there at, at Dino Crossroads. Uh, we discuss uh, one player at a time from a film and analytical perspective. Um, I'm a writer for DLF as well. And since I'm not a great writer, I, I was lucky enough to do the cover art for the uh, two QDs draft guide. <laughs> <laughs> so that- that's always been fun to be like, oh, yeah, you want to help us out with something? Yeah, you-, you need me to write? No, just do this artwork
0: for us. So, um,
3: but honestly, that was that was awesome. That's Sal- how... Uh, came in and allowed me to do that that was a bunch of fun
4: kudos Um, to jake that cover is awesome if you haven't seen it appreciate that i mean
3: i'm very amateur with my graphics so to to be able to do something for me that was a big deal um which was a lot of fun and like bobby said i'm going to be going on the afterburner show before our episode eight of dino crossroads tomorrow um which should be a blast and then friday i'm so pumped to uh, go to the city, go to the FF Baller Show with Bobby and and Sal and Russ and um, who else is going?
4: Michael uh, FF Realist on Twitter. I don't know his last yeah, name.
3: Hoff or something. And then, Derek. Uh, uh, Derek from FFRX is going to be there. So we have a crew. It has been assembled. We should have a good time. We should have some stories.
5: I have my outfit picked out already. That's fun.
3: <laughs> and then I don't know if it's official or not, but I think. Um, I'm supposed to go on Travis's pod coming up here pretty soon with Addison. That's um, right. For the one year anniversary, because Addison and I were you know, the, the part time, very, very short part time co hosts of the Super Flexible podcast back in the day. So that should be fun. I haven't gave Addison shit in real life for a while, <laughs> and I am thrilled about that opportunity. So check that out. And uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at NFL Draft Talker
5: my podcast invites must be lost in the twitterverse by the way gentlemen <laughs> there's a lot of inner podcast love going on
3: i don't think i got an invite mm. what
5: mm. you're not to these guys you were just talking about being on you're on the afterburners tomorrow yeah yeah talking
3: I never got an invite from you, Russ. so I don't know what you're talking talking.
1: about, Russ. Look, I told you until
5: this moment, you guys were like superheroes to me. Like I was too (laughs) afraid to even talk to you guys. And now you don't even want us on your pod anymore. Exactly. I was, you (laughs) know, I screwed up by bringing this up. Now I feel awkward.
1: (laughs) We (laughs) actually (laughs) had
5: um, we had your co-host on too, Russ. (laughs) Son of a bitch.
1: There's this whole Shit, world
5: going on. Is I'm stealing this and putting a trade addicts podcast. We don't
3: we don't have guests on the dynasty crossroads, so I have a built-in excuse
2: right there.
4: I had <laughs> I also had your co-host on the afterburners pod, yes, so I, I, don't know have a th-
5: I know I know I <laughs> know no, I know.
2: <laughs> this, this feels like a Dave Chappelle episode where they talk about the mad real world. The guy guy Brings his girlfriend He's like I had sex with Katie too (laughs) And Lysol had sex with Katie What is going on? It's it's Uh, fine guys It's fine Oh man (laughs) Well good stuff Uh, As always uh, (laughs) Such a good time with you guys Golly this was good Uh, Therapeutic even I appreciate it Um, (laughs) so, uh, safe travels to my homie, my better half, uh, Gabe gearing, uh, at FF man bun on Twitter. Um, you can find his, uh, world travels, uh, on, on Twitter as he, as he goes throughout. I believe he's still got, I think Zurich, 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 Zurich. I don't know how to say it. Um, still left to go on one of those two, uh, on his, on his tour of Europe. But anyway, find him on Twitter. You can find the show. Uh, the show's handle at the Open Bar FP, uh, and again, uh, the live show is on YouTube, 9:30 PM Eastern Time, um, so you can check that out, video form. Uh, obviously, the chat was great. Thank you guys for joining us in the chat; it was lit like Christmas. It was great. <laughs> uh, um, uh, you can find the podcast on Stitcher, on Podbean, on uh, Apple Podcast app, uh, on Google Play, uh, any and everywhere that you can get a podcast. You can find it uh, even at Grandma's house. Ain't that right, Bobby?
4: <laughs> 100%. Always. My grandma's house. My
2: <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at JMikeCheck, at uh Again, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, and as usual, uh, glasses up, cups up, empty hands, whatever you got. Cheers to you, gentlemen. Thank you for joining me here at the bar. Until next time, the dudes and dudettes, deuces.